and welcome to American Structure Point's Making Our Point podcast, a show where we discuss important topics that result in building and bettering communities nationwide. American Structure Point is a leading architecture and engineering firm based in Indianapolis, Indiana, with additional design centers throughout the country. Our mission is to improve the quality of life for our people and our communities. Now let's dive in to hear from our experts. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Making Our Point. I'm Steve Davidson, Executive Vice President and Partner at American Structure Point. This month, we're kicking off a series focusing on some different types of engineering. Our goal is to help educate people who are considering a career in engineering, the different types of engineering careers available, as well as arm you with the information needed to pursue the right career path for you. I recognize it can be tough as a young adult when you want to pursue an engineering career but aren't sure of the different fields to focus on. We hope this podcast will help make that easier for you. Today, we'll be learning about structural engineering. We'll cover topics such as what type of projects a structural engineer works on, what type of educational background is needed, and what a typical day in the life of a structural engineer looks like. Very exciting things. Joining me today is Luke Nisley, who leads American Structure Point's Structural Engineering Group. Luke, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Steve. So let's start with the basics, Luke. In simple language, not technical engineering talk, (laughs) what is structural engineering? Well, Steve, structural engineering, I'll try and keep it as simple as I can, but you got to go a little bit into the technical. Structural engineering is the field in engineering that uses physics and the understanding and behavior of materials, particularly steel, concrete, wood, and masonry, to engineer buildings and other structures to withstand the forces imposed on by gravity and other environmental factors, such as wind and earthquake and temperature changes, and do so not only in a way that makes the building stand up, but also perform well so that they don't move very much when they do to prevent damage of windows and walls and doors and other finished materials. And really, structural engineering that all those things I just described uh, is used in the design of all types of buildings ranging in size from uh, your residential home or small commercial store in your neighborhood all the way up to the largest stadiums and largest high-rise skyscrapers. Excellent. So, Luke, we talk a lot about the built environment in our industry. For listeners who may not understand what this means, can you explain that? Absolutely. So the built environment is actually a, it's a term that I think we can use in a lot of aspects of civil engineering. And in short, it, it's a term that encompasses the vast majority of the projects that civil engineers design and generally refers to the collection of all man-made structures that we as a society live and work in. And it's not limited to just buildings and other structures, but also includes roads and other infrastructure projects as well. So, Luke, as a structural engineer, what type of work do you specifically do? So, I think the first thing that people normally probably think of when they think of a structural engineer is they think that it's a very technical profession. This is true. We rely heavily on our educational background in math and science and on our analytical thinking and problem-solving skills as well. However, one of the things that I enjoy the most about structural engineering is that there's often a tremendous amount of creativity required to do our projects as well. You can imagine that um, buildings come in every shape and size, and so with a virtually infinite amount of building configurations out there that are conceivable by our clients, it's impossible for us to develop a formulaic roadmap that outlines exactly how we tackle each and every problem that presents itself. So I like to tell people that structural engineering is like doing a puzzle, 
but you're also responsible for designing the puzzle pieces as well, not just the puzzle. So when I was first starting out, I thought that structural engineering was simply a matter of understanding when to put predefined pieces into different combinations, such as picking steel beams out of a, a design table and, and telling a contractor where to put them. It, it wasn't long before I realized that we also have the ability to define the elements that we need as well, even if they're not coming from a book. And a really simple example of this is from a project that I got to work on early in my career. The architect wanted a very particular look to a truss that was exposed to the public in the final configuration, and there weren't any pieces in the steel manual that would do that. So our solution was that we took a standard piece and we cut it on, in half on the diagonal and so there was no waste, and we ended up with two custom pieces, and that's what actually got put into place. So I know there's a lot of work hand-in-hand hand with structural engineers and architects. Can you tell me the difference uh, from a responsibility perspective, what the architect's doing and what the stru structural engineer does? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our primary clients are architects, and I think the, the public is probably more familiar with what architects do. And so... In simple terms, architects make the building look pretty. They, de they define the form and the function. They lay out the space. They're also responsible for um, kind of some of the, the, safe, the occupant safety code requirements like entrance, exit, egress, stairs. They count the number of bathrooms. So it's like the soup to nuts of the function of the building. Structural engineers, kind of like I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, we're, we're making sure that that building stands up. And, you know, another way to look at it is we're also helping the architect to achieve their vision. So telling them where the beams and columns go, tell them how thick the floor is, where they need load-bearing walls, how thick those walls are as well. Um, they're not the only clients we work for too, though, Steve. We also work for contractors and we work for developers as well, uh, maybe in some specialized forms, like we might be supporting a contractor's effort on a job we're involved in or maybe supporting them on a job um, that they're doing for somebody else. So it sounds like the architects dream it and you make it a reality with the structural engineering. If, if you didn't basically step in and work behind the scenes, that building may never stand up. And that, well, hopefully <laughs> hopefully we don't get to that point, but absolutely, yeah, we, we are, we're the ones that make sure the buildings are staying standing. It must be pretty thrilling to see a building that you worked on come to life. Can you, can you talk a little bit about you know, your, your history with that? Yeah, I think, Steve, that's that's one of the things that I think if you asked any structural engineer out there, that's probably one of their favorite parts of the profession is is being able to see, you know, something that you've dedicated your time and talent and energy to and seeing that come to life. And I know that's that's not uncommon with the other disciplines within civil engineering, uh, but there there just seems to be something more tangible for us. You know, like we're often out there on the site and 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 there's there's a real joy and satisfaction in being able to drive down the street. And you, you can point to your family and friends and be like, I got to work on that building. Oh, I can, I can imagine that. So, Luke, what types of projects and tasks does a structural engineer usually work on? Well, Steve, um, I think I'll first start off with talking about the project types. And it really goes back to our earlier discussion on the built environment. We can work on all different kinds of building structures, like police stations, fire stations, hospitals, apartment buildings, offices and headquarters, research facilities, educational facilities such as classrooms and labs, even down to warehouses and infrastructure buildings such as wastewater treatment plants and uh, lift stations. Uh, as far as tasks go, um, it's really a, a combination of a couple things. And I'd say first, one of the things we do a lot is we coordinate with other disciplines, other engineering disciplines and, and architects. 
Um, then we work on designing the structural elements that go into the building. So that's beams, columns, floors, walls, foundations, what have you. And then lastly, um, we're, we need to convey that information. So we work on modeling uh, the things that we design in three dimensions and 3D models, and then also um, putting those into two dimensions on paper drawings, whether that's hard copy or electronic, and getting those out to the contractors and the clients. Luke, I know it depends on a lot of different factors, but how long do your projects typically last? Yes, Steve, it certainly does. And I think the number one factor that goes into how long a project lasts is how big and how complicated that project is. Um, sometimes we get involved in small projects that might be in and out of the office within a week. Uh, but as the projects grow in size and complexity, that timescale translates from weeks to months to even potentially years for some of our biggest projects. So Luke, what does your typical day look like? That's a great question, Steve. And the, uh, the simple answer is there is no typical day because the, our job is so diverse and so varied that we do a lot of things and we do them in all kinds of different orders, depending on the needs of the project. So, uh, an entry level structural engineer might spend some time, you know, they might do some drafting, uh, in Revit. We do 3d drafting in Revit. Um, they might spend time in analytical models. They might do be doing hand calcs, be doing research on particular materials or methodologies. They might be sitting in meetings, uh, coordination meetings for the project. They might go out to a site visit and, and do site observation. They might be reviewing shop drawings. But one of the things that I think going beyond that, going beyond just the what a day is like for the entry-level structural engineer, structural engineering in general is a very diverse field that requires basically a lifelong commitment to learning. I mean, I'm, I'm several years, more than several years into my career, and I can tell you that I'm constantly learning things, Steve. I'm still doing things for the first time. And I think that's one of the alluring parts about structural engineering is we don't do the same thing twice. And so, I have I mean, in the last four years, I've probably had three or four projects that I've never done before and never seen before. So I've had to learn quite a bit to be able to, to execute those projects successfully. And I can expect that that's going to continue for the rest of my career. No, that's great. And I think that lifelong commitment to learning is great from, from any engineering perspective. I mean, if you, you should really enjoy learning and that continuing um, of fulfillment from a learning perspective in any engineering field. But so Luke, can you tell me a little bit more about your background and, and really what degree or certifications do structural engineers generally need or have? So certainly. So like all structural engineers, I've got a bachelor's degree in civil engineering. Uh, many schools offer a specialization within that degree to focus on building structures. Um, I went to university in Notre Dame and we had, at the time, we had two specializations, and so I chose the one in structures. Uh, beyond college, um, we have to do, we do have to sit for our professional engineering exam. So a prerequisite to that is taking the fundamentals of engineering exam in, um, during college, preferably during college. It's easier to do it before you leave school. And then depending on your experience level and whether you have a master's or not, depends on when you can sit for the professional engineering exam. I personally have gone beyond that and also gone for my uh, structural engineering license, which is a step beyond that of a professional engineer. It's dedicated to the structural engineering profession. And you need that, that structural engineering license to practice in certain states. Yes, that's correct. And I, I think that's going to continue to evolve as the years go by, and more and more states are going to adopt laws that require a dedicated licensure. So, Luke, as a, as a follow-up to that, um, on the educational requirements, how long does it take to get your bachelor's um, in science and civil engineering degree? And then 
how long does it take to get your professional engineering licensure? Yeah, so the the bachelor's degree is typically a four-year program. Some people can accelerate that if they've got some AP AP courses in high school. If you go on to get a master's degree, it really depends on what kind of master's you're getting and what institution you're getting it from. Some of them, it's just one additional year. Some, it's maybe as many as two additional years. Uh, As far as the licensure goes, that can vary state to state, but the vast majority of states, if you have a bachelor's degree, you need four years of practice in the professional world. And if you have a master's degree, they tend to cut that amount down by one. So hearing about you know, the educational requirements and the background um, for engineering, you know, people probably wonder what is it like from a salary perspective, from an earning potential perspective for a structural engineer? What can someone expect coming out of school from a, from a salary perspective? Like many of the answers we've had today, it, it does vary on a couple factors. But broadly speaking, the the range that a graduating structural engineer could expect today would be somewhere between $60,000 a year on the low end and maybe as much as $80,000 a year or higher on the high end. And the variables that I'm talking about, the the two key ones are, you know, how much how much schooling have you had? Did you did you go past your bachelor's degree to get a master's or a doctorate? And then the the other the other two big factors are what kind of firm are you going to try to work for? Because there's different branches within structural engineering. You've got what we do, which I like to call the private consulting work, where we're the engineer of record for buildings. But then you could also go work for a manufacturer, be the in-house engineer for uh, some other type of firm like a contractor. And then the, the last big factor is the local market you're practicing in. And so generally speaking, the highest paid structural engineers right out of school are probably in on the West Coast where earthquakes are a big problem. And then on the East Coast in cities like New York, where you've got lots and lots of tall buildings and a little bit higher cost of living. Luke, you've been at American Structure Point for four years now and overall have have nearly 20 years of experience in the field of structural engineering. What's your career path been like, and what can young professionals expect when starting their own career path? Uh, yeah, Steve, I'll, I'll start with what my career has been. Um, so I, I graduated in four years with a bachelor's degree and opted to go straight into uh, the professional world. And at the time, the job market wasn't that good. And so I ended up at a small structural engineering firm in a small town in Indiana, close to where I grew up. And after a couple of years, I got the opportunity to move out to the East Coast and work with a large national and international structural engineering firm. And that's really where I got to experience the lion's share of my growth and learning. That's where I got my licensure originally, um, where I started managing projects for the first time. And then, you know, after after 11 years out there, my wife and I decided to move back to the Midwest. Um, so we moved back to Indiana. And that kind of brings me here to American Structure Point, where I've been for the last four years running the structural group. So, Luke, as a, as a follow-up, you know, what, what can new grads expect when starting out their own career path? That's a good question, Steve. And I think one easy answer would be, you know, they could expect something like I just described for myself, starting out at a small company, maybe moving on to a bigger company later, or, or, or getting a feel for the industry and then deciding what they want to do. Um, kind of the alternative path to that is starting out at a big company first. And um, I think that there's pros and cons to each. And I think American Structure Point is uniquely suited to actually take the best of both of those worlds because we're a big company, but the structural group is still relatively small. We're the same size as a lot of our competitors in the Indianapolis region, but it gives us the opportunity to really focus on training and mentoring at a, at a really um, important level that focuses on learning and the development of the individual. 
So Luke, how did you know structural engineering was the right career path for you? And do you have any advice for students in high school uh, who are just starting out in, out in college who maybe are undecided of where they want to take their, you know, their future? Yeah, it's it's a good question because I think a lot of people know that, you know, maybe they're good at math or they like science or they're, or they're curious about how things work. And, and I think that I fell into that category as a, as a high school student. And I, and I thought I wanted to do engineering, but I didn't necessarily know what engineering to do. And the, at the University of Notre Dame, at the time I was there, we had a freshman engineering course where everybody in the entire College of Engineering was in this one course, and they broke it up into different modules. And that's really how I knew um, that I wanted to do structural engineering. And it was we got to this module where we, we were able to play – uh, play with Connects toys. We, the assignment was to build a bridge out of Connects toys. And although I don't design bridges for a living, I do buildings now, it was still playing with those toys and, and realizing that there's there's a science and a, and a method behind putting those together to to achieve a goal. So you basically got their engineering school by playing with toys. Absolutely. We played with Legos too. <laughs> so what types of colleges, universities, or even high schools should students look at if they want to get into a good structural engineering program? So with starting with high schools, any high school that has a focus on STEM, which is the science, technology, engineering, and math, um, those are good high schools. They're, they're good feeder schools to go into good colleges. And when it comes down to colleges, you really just need to do your research. You need to understand you know, what schools you're looking at and do they have an engineering program. And if you happen to know what kind of engineering you like or want to go into when you're in college, do the research to figure out what that program is like at that specific school and make your decision based on that. So, Luke, it's great that you mentioned STEM education, uh, especially as it pertains to high schools. American Structure Point has partnered with Project Lead the Way in Indianapolis to, to help put STEM education and, and drive STEM education in the Indianapolis public schools, helping high schoolers, middle schoolers really focus on that STEM education that will prepare them for careers in the engineering field. So when students graduate, where do they go work? Well, Steve, obviously I hope that they're going to come here and work for us at American Structure Point in the structural department. But realistically, there's several different career paths that a student could take out of college. One of them would be with the private consulting firms, which I talked about a little bit earlier in, in the story about my career path. But they could, also, uh, they could also go work for contractors directly in the construction industry, maybe even be an in-house engineer for a contractor. But then in the building world in general, there's all kinds of companies that make products for the building world, such as steel beams or steel deck or engineered wood products. And all of those companies have in-house engineering staff as well. So there's, those are kind of the big, big fields that a student could go into after graduation. Obviously, I like the plug for American Structure Point. You know, the Indianapolis Business Journal ranks American Structure Point as the largest engineering firm in Indiana. It was also recently ranked the number one engineering firm in Indiana by Engineering News Record. With more than 200 licensed engineers firm-wide, what makes American Structure Point's structural engineering group unique? You know, ultimately, there's, there's a lot of firms out there that do what we do, and they do similar projects to what, what we do. But I think what really separates American Structure Point as a company is our culture and our people. But I think what really separates the American Structure Point structural group and makes us unique to that of others, particularly in our uh, region, is our emphasis on learning, our focus on mentoring, the collaboration um, that we do internally as a group, and just this, this drive to help every member of the group be the best structural engineer they can possibly be. 
So, Luke, we, we offer a variety of engineering services at American Structure Point. What makes structural engineering distinct from the others? So, Steve, before I answer what makes structural engineering distinct from the other disciplines, I want to answer what makes civil engineering distinct from some of the other engineering disciplines. And I say that's that's the focus on the built environment. I think every civil engineer that we have in the company is is impacting the built environment in some way. What makes structural engineering unique within civil engineering is what we're doing within that built environment. And I would say we probably have more of an interaction with the the built materials, the concretes, the steels, the woods, the masonry, and understand how those behave and how to use them in efficient ways for our clients. So, Luke, a lot of people are graduating now and want a job right away. Obviously, they just went at least four years through school and want to and want to and want one of those paychecks like you already talked about. <laughs> What's the job market look like for structural engineering grads? Right now, Steve, the job market is pretty hot for structural engineers. There's a lot of firms out there hiring, including American Structure Point. And so most most college graduates should have no problem entering the industry. American Structure Point also has more opportunities for those interested in structural engineering that's not just limited to full-time hires or new hires. We're also always interested in finding interns for our summer programs. We also take on co-ops from time to time. Uh, that are looking to be with American Structure Point for several different sessions over their college career. And even for high school students, we offer job shadows. So for anyone out there who's interested, they can go to the careers page on structurepoint.com. No, that, that's great to point them that way. If someone was listening and has any questions about structural engineering, who can they reach out to? Well, I'm always happy to answer any questions and talk more about the field that I've dedicated my professional life to. And anyone interested should email marketing at structurepoint.com for more information. Luke, it was great speaking with you today. And thank you so much for, for sharing such valuable information on structural engineering. I hope this was enlightening for people who are just looking at uh, potentially starting their career out or their education out in the structural engineering realm. Well, Steve, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure for me as well. It was great speaking with you. So thank you to everyone who listened today. We'll continue our series by learning more about civil engineering on our next episode. American Structure Point has been included on the best places to work in Indiana and Ohio lists, and we consistently rank in the top 200 of national design firms, according to Engineering News Record. I encourage you to visit StructurePoint.com to learn more about our company and our people. And you can always see available internship, co-op, and job opportunities on our career pages. Thank you. you for listening to Making Our Point. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To catch all the latest episodes, visit www.structurepoint.com or follow American Structure Point on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm.